<laughs> Welcome back to the ghost station. And it's your favorite host, Kishra. <laughs> it's actually your favorite host, Arya, and your secondary favorite host, Kishra. It's like when your parents say, oh, but I love you and I love you. I know everyone's like, oh, yeah, we love you. Are you our favorite? But then you're just saying that to make the one who needs attention more than the other one feel good. But we're back at you this week and we have a exciting topic. I like how you always say exciting topic. I know. I You know, to be honest. It's an exciting topic. To Guys, honest, it's not an exciting topic. It's not but an, it's an exciting important topic. topic. <laughs> It's one that is, con- it will always matter. This isn't like a one-time thing, like last episode where it's like, if you're moving, no, no, this will always be a part of life. Yeah. Take a guess. What do you think our topic is? Well, they probably read the title <laughs> and they know that it's work-life balance. Yeah, or or school-life balance. Um, but specifically because we're working, we're talking about it in work um, terms, but it can be also applied in a different way to school. I know yeah. it's a little different. School is work in a way. It's yeah, like your job is not, studying. Your yeah. job is being a student. But like school expectations are different than work expectations. Yeah, school S- expectations are harder than work expectations. Yeah. yeah. So I guess this is, um, you know, you may not be there right now, but it will be a part of your life and then it will never end. And it's always there, working and managing your life and, you know, when you're a kid and you, you see magic of being an adult, they don't tell you that you need to learn how to balance because as a kid, you don't need balance. Just yeah. ride your bike. That's it. But it's also especially difficult nowadays because of COVID and like how the last year, many yeah. people have been working from home. It's so It's reshaped gotten, a lot of things. Yeah. It's gotten even harder to sort of differentiate between work and life. Yeah. So I think it's, and it'll continue to be a part of most people's lives. I think COVID really changed that. Um, I know like workplaces right now are all about return to work and normal workplaces. And I heard LinkedIn is like trying to get all their employees back in the office um, by like September this year. And I feel... So sad. Yeah, but you know, I feel like if you work... If you had a job consistently throughout COVID and then you're coming back and they're like, you have to now 100% five days a week be back in the office, a lot of employees are no longer able to say yes to that because they've gotten used to a new lifestyle. And it's debatably better lifestyle. Debatably. Yeah. Depends on the person, I guess. I'd say most people, like, I know there's debates about people saying, like, ah, if you have kids, it's really hard, but you actually got a lot of time back with your kids instead of being away from kids. That's a lot of parents. I know it was beginning when it hit. I know a lot of them struggled, my friends who, you know, are parents. And then, you know, by mid, mid-COVID, mid um, so, like, I don't know, winter last year, they were all like, oh, my God, it's fine. It's okay. You learn to cope with it. You know, your coworkers are okay with it. And your kid gets to spend more time with you. Like how many people would work all day and like get home and commute and then they'd be home by like seven o'clock at night and then your kid needs to sleep and they never see you and yeah, you I mean, feel shitty. So it's it's a reality for a lot of people and it also saved a lot of people, you know, in terms of money. That's true. Babysitter costs and whatnot. Yeah. Daycare. 
Yeah, and I I know though I'm speaking, we're speaking at this you know as people obviously who aren't experiencing that so I can't say I'm just talking about the experiences I've heard about, um, which isn't really relevant. But the point is simply that COVID changed expectations, and it changed structure of things. So it became more and more important to structure your life and your work, and make sure that they. Still had their boundaries, right? Yeah. So, you know, we've divided this this episode up into three areas, and we're first going to talk about what the consequences are of poor work life balance. So, first we get that out of the way, so we make it more obvious why it's important to have good work life balance, and then we can talk about how you can make it better and、uh, basically basically taking care of you. You. Yes. So. <laughs> We're gonna jump into the first part.、Um, so, Arya, yes, what is the consequence of having a poor work-life balance? Well, the first consequence is fatigue. You're gonna be tired pretty much all the time if you're working too much and you're not setting up, setting aside enough time for yourself, right? If you're not de-stressing enough. So, when you're tired all the time, it's gonna affect your ability to work. Um, at your job to be productive, it might take a toll on your reputation. It might lead you to make、uh, mistakes at work, and depending on your line of line of work, maybe mistakes are no good. You know. Yeah. So I think <laughs> fatigue is one is like a low level of it, but it also leads to burnout. Yeah, I want. Yeah. So you know, you may be tired, and you think you have to push through that and keep going through it. And at points, that is true. Sometimes you're just lazy. It's not that you're tired; you're just lazy and you don't want to do it. And that's a different story. But if you're genuinely really tired because, you know, you you've just been overdoing it with your work, and you're not able to have a personal life, and then so now you're just overworked. And you also feel like you're failing at both areas of your life. Mentally, you get mental fatigue, and then physically,、um, a lot of us like it, it's a different thing. But you know, a lot of us working from home don't get to work out, so you're not actually mentally working out, which is it's changing your whole body's、um, setup. You're supposed to be active. You're supposed to have a lifestyle that's balanced. And most of us don't have that. It's a sedentary, sedentary, sedentary. Thank you. Lifestyle. Sedentary lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> is it sedentary or sedentary? Sedentary. Isn't that sedative? Ah, words. Y'all know what we're talking about. We're not. We're. We don't speak English,、um, so it's just one where you're not moving much, and so add that to the fact that you're. You know, it adds up to your lifestyle. Basically, I think people don't realize it, but you're not working out. You're getting mentally burnt out, and then you're getting. Usually, people who don't have time for their personal life then you know, eat bad too. All these things、mm-hmm. add up. So you're getting tired and burnt out, and then and you also have、shitty. all this extra stress, right? Yep. And that stress actually leads to our second consequence, which is poor health. Because the more stress you have, stress can like manifest into physical symptoms in your body. Yeah. So if you have like a lot of stress for a prolonged period of time, you might start developing.、Um, I mean, I'm not a doctor. I'm just throwing stuff out there. <laughs> But you might start developing like some like body aches or something. I don't know. No, it's true. Well, like even sitting at your desk, they there were so many studies which said sitting is the new smoking. Because that's how bad it is for your health. 
just sitting for eight hours a day and I wonder if it really is as bad as smoking. No, but in this, <laughs> I mean, it's not like affecting your lungs in the same way, but no, the but negative it, effects to your body are very, very Is cute. it comparable? <laughs> anyway. Well, they have studies on it, so you can Google that. Um, but they are, they are negative effects, you know? That's why a lot of people have standing desks and or... Those are cool. Yeah, or <laughs> I've heard the treadmill desks or whatever. <laughs> Those seem not so cool. <laughs> no, but more importantly, just get up. Like, go for a walk. You're allowed to do that. And that's an important thing, you know. Like, there's different ways. Obviously, we'll talk about how to get better at it. But there's just things about your health that put your mental and your physical being um, more in a negative state. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and our, our should I, last point. Yeah, go. For our it. last point is that one of the cons, the last consequence of uh, poor work life balance. Well, there's balance, more than these, but yeah, these are the, the main last ones one that we, we have, have. Is that you lose time with your friends and your loved ones because you're letting your personal time be taken over by you know additional work because you're not able to set a limit and just stop working after a certain amount of time. Yeah. So I mean. That is the definition of a poor work-life balance, right? Absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't think we properly defined it, but just to be clear, it's when you have no boundaries, when you're basically normally it's not your personal life that's taking over your work life; it's your work life taking yeah. over your personal life. Exactly. And what people don't realize, and I think it's our, I think it's very prevalent in North America, but like we really work for money instead of making our time valuable like you think that once and this we, is like company we, culture we live to work yeah whereas maybe europeans work to live yeah exactly and i think it's a it's a corporate mindset too that if i am paying you and i saw this this youtuber recently and she was a lawyer and she was talking about how um she had someone her grandparents sick in the hospital and she had like deadlines and stuff so she asked her boss, hey, can I, can I like go fly and meet them? And her boss was like, okay, yeah, go. She flew over and then she was working every day and like visiting hours were only a certain amount of time. And she was getting paid like, you know, as a lawyer, a lot of money in a high, high firm. And then she called her boss because they were like, you know, your grandfather's really sick. And she still hadn't actually gone and seen him because she'd been working. Oh, my God. Night and day on her, like her work. So she, even though she was there, she wasn't there with her family. And her bo- she called her boss like, you know, can I please just take this day off? I really need it off. And he was like, no. And she never asked for a deadline extension or anything. And he was like, what do you think I pay you for? Why do we pay you so much? And it's just that. It's like that belief of. Well, that sounds like she had a really crappy boss. Oh, yeah. But that exists. I've had it that exist. before. It's like we're paying you. You know, your job is this. You're expected to do this. And a lot of, I mean, it depends on your industry, but a lot of the time, unfortunately, overtime isn't even really paid. It's just like a, it's like a, a thing that exists. And so then they're just like, well, you're expected to give your blood and your sweat and your tears and your time to this company because we're paying you. And that is not true because you may get money and you may lose money, but once you've lost time and those memories you don't get them back. You cannot celebrate your child's first birthday again. You cannot mm-hmm. go and see a sick parent that's dying once they're dead. These are things that are obviously extreme, but even small moments like taking the time to walk with someone. And that's something like me and Arya do. 
you know, we make the time. We we walk, we spend time together. With our families, we make time. And those are important parts of what you lose out of when you don't have that balance. Yeah, because you just let work overtake your life and you don't make any time for personal stuff for yourself and for your friends and for your family. Yeah, and this this connects to like, you know, our previous episode on schedules and all that. So it's kind of like if you haven't listened to that one, you can listen to that one for four. Our, pr- our previous episode wasn't scheduling. No, not previous, but one of our previous. One of our previous. Okay, yeah. It's not the last one. One of I said one of our pre anyways. Anyways. Point <laughs> being, you can listen to that one too to, to know more about this. Which leads us into how do you make the negatives into positives? How do you not go through that? And how do you start doing this? Um, And these come from personal experience, too, because, you know, we've Mm -hmm. both been working um, from home from home for Um, over a year now. Yeah. And it's. It's something that, you know, for me personally, I went through different different phases where I was working for a company where it was really negative and it was that expectation of work, 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 work. You owe us your time, your life, your money. And I wasn't even being paid enough to be owing my life, my time and my money to them. Um, But I did because that was a mindset. And so I went from that to then having freedom because I didn't have a job and I was (laughs) unemployment. Oh, so I was self-employed and I was doing that for a little bit. Um, And that just changed my perspective. I got to reflect and I got to, you know, really analyze things in hindsight, as they say. Um, And then I went back to like for the last, I don't know, like six months. Yeah, six months, even a little longer. I've been like, you know, back to that full time style of work remotely again. Um, But again, it's it's easy to get sucked into old habits and behaviors and mindsets. And so these are things that, you know, we've done to become aware of improving it things that have worked for us what works better what 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 works better what works better what how do you strike a better work-life balance (laughs) (laughs) are you guys looking at me very confused as if we're we're on two different planets yeah the question you posed to me was uh, anyway anyway it basically just comes down to one thing so it's it's pretty simple you need to set limits. That's all it comes down to. If you don't set limits, work can leave you with no time for the relationships and activities that you enjoy. So consider these strategies. Number one, manage your time. Give yourself enough time to get things done. Don't overschedule yourself. What does overschedule mean? Taking on more than you can chew or more than you can do in one day. Don't commit to uh, too long of a of a list of things to do in one day. And this kind of goes back to, we had a previous episode, I guess it might've been time management or something. It was time management. Where we were saying to-do like list. to-do lists. Yeah. Like cut, cut the little things out, like yeah. make it a short list. Like, you know, don't overextend yourself for the day because then you're going to end up having to use some of that personal time that you don't want to use for work. And it's, it's hard. Like this is something I personally struggle with um, because it's hard when someone keeps asking you like, Hey, Arya, can you do this? Hey, Arya, can you do this? Hey, Arya, can you do this? And then you're just like, well, fuck, because this is all important stuff and they need it done. And so to tell someone no, especially if they're a higher up, is really hard for a lot of people. And I'm like that too, you know. Um, I know Arya isn't so much, but I definitely get thrown into a lot of 
I'm in uh, wearing a lot of hats at my role. And so then I get thrown into a lot of things and my list keeps flowing over and over and over. And so, you know, I've also, I used to always just take it on and now I've kind of been like, I don't have the bandwidth to do that. So I understand that's what you want, but A, that's not part of my job responsibility really. Or if it is, B, I'm one person. (laughs) Or C, if you're going to accept it or not accept it, you can let the person know how it's going to affect all the other things you have right, in your you can pipeline. prioritize it. Tell right? them, you know, hey, I could do this task for you, but what's going to happen is I'm not going to be able to get this other task done till tomorrow, for example. Yep. And, and then, then you let them make the, if the they're call. a higher, yeah, if they're a higher up, for example, you let them make the call. Yeah, don't get bullied. Don't let them do that to you. And um, don't do the Well, it's thing. not necessarily about getting bullied. It's in just a way about, it is. You don't stand up for yourself. <laughs> Yeah, but that's not, that doesn't mean you're getting bullied. That just means you're not standing up for yourself. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for yourself. So. Learn to say no. Yeah, learn to say no. And, and also like for me personally, something I've done recently, and I've done it multiple times in the past, but I keep coming back to it, um, is I get that list of things, you know, and I have them to go, there may not be strict deadlines to them, but I can choose to prioritize certain things or I know that. They may be small things on my list just to remember. And I highlight the top five things that I have to do. So even though there's a long list, I can see what I have to do that day. Like there's no option, but they have to get done. And then I can push the rest forward to the next day. And, you know, you keep doing that. You keep lowering that um, thing. And at the end of the week, you can be like, "Uh, I didn't get to highlight a bunch of things. I didn't get to do them. So take the chance next week to speak to someone about that. So manage your time. Don't go past the hours that you're supposed to, um, unless it's your own company, in which case, you know, do what you your want. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, basically, if you're getting paid for a certain number of hours, I think people work think, those hours and no. Yeah, more. I think it's that misconception of like, um, I don't want to disappoint someone else. I don't want to disappoint my boss. I don't want to be that person who's not doing enough. Or you see your coworkers and it's like a competitive environment and they're like all staying late after work and you're like, oh, I need to stay in work too. No, you don't. Like, and if someone tells you that, honestly, you may need to either find a new job or you can tell them, hey, my contract with you says I work nine to five. Overtime is something you can pay me and I can do that. And these are my responsibilities and I have a family and a personal life. And if they don't understand that, then... I don't think that's, uh, that's the right employer, honestly. Probably not. Because I've been there and I can tell you it is not worth it. When you quit accepting tasks out of guilt or out of a false sense of obligation, you'll have more time to do the things that you yeah. want to do. Wow, you're so smart. Yeah. Well, that is true. So it, it's for me, I used to feel that exactly that guilt. And it was just like, oh, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. And Arya knows, like, it's more personal. But I used to literally feel real sadness about not getting enough done, not feeling like I did enough, wondering, like, if I spent not enough time on everything, did I work too slow, whatever. But then it's just like, no, you need time to do shit. <laughs> you only have a certain yeah. number of days and hours in a day, and you choose how to spend it. It's so, kind of funny how different we are sometimes. Yeah, very different. <laughs> Because Arya has no problem doing this, which is another thing, which is detaching from work. Like, he's like, I'm done. 
I'm out. Peace out, homies. Yeah, I can detach from work really well unless I've had an extraordinarily bad day at work or just like a, you know, like a crappy day from work. It might yeah. linger a little bit. But other than that, I could just like five o'clock, boom, I, my brain is shut off from work things. And it's hard. It depends on your personality. I'm not, I'm not innately like that. But it is, it can be taught. Like I have been doing that for the last few weeks where I go, you know, it's summertime. I don't get summer back. I had a friend visit me and Aria was like, just take it off, take it off. And I'm like, no, I have meetings during the day. I can't last minute take a day off. And that's something I can't change. But what I did do was I was like, as soon as my date, my last meeting ends, that's it. I'm done. I logged off. And I was like, it's it. I may get emails afterwards. I may get time to, you know, check something, but I'm not going to because that's not what my priority is in my day. And I gave my time to work. I did what I could. And now it is time for me to move on. So you just kind of make that decision and you do that. And, you know, same thing every You just have to keep doing that every day. You go like, I did what I could. I now need to focus on other things. And that's just it. Like, you cannot expect your life to move forward if you keep repeating the same thing again and again and again. And then wonder why you're in the same position you are. Wonder why you're not making more money. Why, why mm-hmm. you're feeling shitty. It affects each other. The shittier you feel, the shittier work you're going to do. And it's just going to loop around. And then you're just going to blame everyone else when in reality it's kind of your fault like you need to just take ownership yeah so kind of set those boundaries up for yourself set that hard stop time it could be if you if you do need to do a little extra work and you're okay with that you know make it that extra time but don't make it go into your personal time to the point where it's taking away from other things you want to do yeah yeah some tips that i have for detaching from work is as soon as you're done work, immediately do a task that's completely different than your work. So as soon as you're done, maybe go for a walk, mm-hmm. maybe go sit outside, go for a drive. Um, a good one that I cook. read, cook. A good one that I read about. I don't do this one personally, but I I thought it was a good suggestion. Is get dressed for work, mm-hmm. even though you're working from home. Get dressed, and then as soon as work's done, undress. Like, dress, you know, go back to your, you know, yeah. comfortable, casual wear. It's kind of funny. I've done the opposite, though, sometimes, where I'm just like, oh, I just do my work in my, like, normal clothes. And then I'm like, we're going to go for a walk. I'm going to go out in public. I want to kind of dress like a, like a little nicer. And yeah. so I do that. <laughs> You're right. I guess we do that. <laughs> I do uh, that, too. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny, but it's kind of just changing your, giving yourself that action or that cue mentally to be like, oh, something new starting um, makes a difference. And... Make it in a like make it something where you're not getting notifications on your phone, on your laptop, or anything like that to be like you got a new email, you have to do this, you have to do that, and make it known to your coworkers like I'm not available after this time. You can't ask me for something after five. I'm done. Yeah. So if they're like, hey, you didn't answer my email yesterday, and it's like eight p.m. Like I wasn't supposed to answer your email yesterday eight p.m. I have a life. Yeah, at my workplace, they've sort of outlawed sending messages after five to the point where we've integrated a new tool into our messaging. Don't you get messages on the weekend? Well, they're not work messages. We have have a lot of chats in our our work (laughs) that are just, you know, like for fun. (laughs) They're not like work related. But we've integrated this tool into our messaging system where you can schedule messages to get delivered at a later time. So if, let's say you're the type of person, because my, my workplace is uh, pro-flexible hours. So let's say you're working in the evening and you need to get a message to somebody. You can schedule your message to just 
go to them at like eight in the morning. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. So you don't make that other person feel like they're obligated to, to respond or to do work, you know, yeah. at that time. Anyway, that's besides the point. I mean, it adds, but so anyways, point being protect your time, protect your sanity. And that leads us to basically protecting yourself and caring for yourself. Right. So now that you've detached, now that you've done all that, now you're in your personal time. What can you do in your personal time to recharge and avoid getting burned out? And make sure that when you go back to work the next day, you are refreshed and ready to kick ass again. Well, here's what you can do. Relax. What does relaxing mean? Just lying in my bed? No. I'm glad you said that. That's (laughs) not what relaxing means. It may mean that on some days, if Mm -hmm. that's what you need. But what it really means is that you're regularly setting aside time for activities that you enjoy. Such as yoga, reading... Gardening, video this is my gaming. Life. <laughs> yeah, that's your life. Video gaming, which is my life. Um, cooking, watching movies, be, yeah, cooking, date uh, nights, date nights, friend nights, family nights. Basically, indulge yourself. Or no, no, wait. Mm. I want to add something. It doesn't necessarily relaxation is a word, but it's not. It's like you time, right? So it doesn't mean that it necessarily needs to be all things that just like are super chill it can be something that really invigorates you like if you have could be a, hiking or dancing or well yes but it could be if you have a side hustle you're trying to get going and you really are passionate about it and that brings you like you know energy that can be a huge thing too or if you're trying to start you know yeah but i think some, sometimes it's important to just no i know but i'm just saying like that's not necessarily the only way to reset because yeah, you're going right. from a lot of people find work just like as a means to an end, right? Mm-hmm. And then on the side, they do the, the passion projects that are going to be like a big thing in their mind. Yeah. So I mean, you're right. If it's a passion project, it inherently means that it's bringing you passion exactly. to work on it. So, and so doesn't nec- that's what I mean. It's not necessarily that relaxing is like doing something that just like. Ah, oh, it's like something that just brings you energy, something that gives you that refreshing emotion versus that annoyance or anger or anything negative you felt from work. It just resets your resets mental you, makes and you feel physical fulfilled. system. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that can be as simple as hugging someone you really care about too, you know, like just making that time to be present in the moment and understanding that this time is precious to you and it is your time mm-hmm. and you don't get that time back. So whether you want it for yourself for someone else or for something else, just make that decision and then use that wisely too. Just like you're making time for work, make that time and manage that time as well. Yeah, it's essential to cope with the stress. You exactly. N- you need to do it. Because you don't want to like feel like you had a shitty day, worked overtime, and then at the end of the night you watch like a crappy thing just to try and take your mind off it, but you're still thinking about that and you're feeling shitty and then you're eating shitty and then you're not doing anything. You go to bed feeling shitty. So, yeah, you were technically relaxing, but you were thinking about work the whole time. Yeah. Well, that goes back to detaching, right? Like right. You need, to get, you need to do something drastically different after work to just take your mind off work and then hopefully try to keep your mind off work for the whole night. Yeah. And, I mean, we've talked about this before, but just having someone there with you, like keeping you accountable, do it with a partner, um, friend, you know, there's web, like Facebook groups, all these random things that are out there to keep you accountable. And if you just find a way to keep doing it, again, as we say every time, it's just that, like, 
keep doing it and get that 1% better. Once you do that and you develop habits and different mindsets, they stick. They don't happen easily and it's okay to fall off the wagon. Like, you know, I still have times where I'm just like, oh, I need to do work. I need to do it. But there's, for the most part, I, I make that effort to be like, I know I still have a long list of things to do. And I know my like boss has asked me to do them with certain deadlines. But I just can't. I can't give my time away like that. And it's even harder for me because I'm someone who does get, you know, paid by the hours I work. And so then to me, I'm like, oh, it's not even that I'm not getting paid. I'm getting paid for it. But it's still not worth it to give my time away for that money. And what do I want to do instead to to actually, you know, make the most of my time and make the most of this moment? And that's it. So this evening, I decided not to do work and record this podcast. <laughs> yeah, and we watched some TV together, which was and, nice. Yeah, you know, I made dinner. For, that was like an example of what we do is, you know, we normally spend time de... What, whatever we do, it's like, you know, detaching from work for a bit, for our, maybe gaming, for me, maybe like gardening. And then we take walks together and then, you know, we go and we do something on the side. That's like our passion project. And we can then cook dinner and relax for a bit. And then, you know, depending on what day of the week it is, sometimes you know, we watch something. It's, you know, a date night or another day. It's a, you know, a friend's night or another day. It's a family night or it's a you night where we're just doing our own things. So you decide that. You make that decision. And you just don't want to be in death bed regretting that you gave all your time to your workplace. Because let me tell you one thing. They will replace you in a heartbeat. You don't believe it right now, but every workplace is just looking to get the work done. And if you can't do it, they'll find someone else who will. Yeah, so unfortunately. I, I learned this at a critical time where I was, I was literally like so upset and so stressed and so depressed and hurt at work that I was sitting at the side table like crying, trying to make sure nobody saw me. And the IT guy was like, he's a, he was a sweetheart. He was really caring, um, but people didn't really think that of him. He was also kind of quiet. I always hate the IT guy. <laughs> he was kind of a little bit, you know, like dry or awkward to some of them. And then he walked by me and he was like, he could see. And I was just like, oh, he's like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. And then he just walked away. I was like, okay. And then he walked back. He's like, okay. And then he went to his desk and he messaged me and he's like, Kashvar, you're a human being, not a human doing. And that just stuck with me so hard because you are, you need to be, you're not doing things for the sake of doing them. And I kind of have taken that with me everywhere I've gone and that really made an impact on me and I'm grateful he he told me that. So shout out IT guy. Yeah. We see you. We see all the IT guys out there. He was there. great. I, I personally, he was, my, he was one of my friends. That uh, was actually a profound saying that he said. It took me a minute to wrap my head around it. Yeah, you are. You are a human being. You are, you, you're not here to keep doing and you burn out. You just can't do it. So I think if you're feeling any sort of negative emotion to your work, there's a lot more we can go into because it's not just, you know, work-life balance. There's more to that. But in this case, try to separate the two, especially working from home. Having a separate space is another thing we didn't mention, but you know, you can if you can separate. Yeah, like have areas. your workspace be a separate area, and yeah. then once you're done work, leave that space. If you're able to do that, like we can't do that, which is why we didn't put it in there. But 
if you can do that, that's another that's huge another thing. tip. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so these are just the way we've we've enjoyed life a little more and made ourselves a little better. So hopefully you can apply it too. And uh, let us know if any of these struck with you. Stuck. Struck stuck, with you. Stuck with you. Also follow us on Instagram, please at go dot station. Yeah. You can. Uh, follow us to get updates and to reach out to us give us suggestions give us uh, episode ideas stuff you want us to talk about anything you notice anything you like anything you don't like yeah um, we'd love to hear from you guys and or if anything or, worked for you or if you are an expert in something and you want to come on and talk about it let us know that is true as well anyways as always we love you all thank you for your time we appreciate it And we hope you have a great morning and the rest of your week. Ciao. Bye, guys.